You're listening to the Take Him With You podcast with Rick and Amy on the Stitcher Radio Network. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 244 of the Take Him With You podcast. For October 20th, 2013. Today we're going to discover the music of Petra. I'm Rick. And I'm Amy. Stick around. It's going to be fun, fun, fun. with him. Is that rocking or what? Very rocking. You know who that is, don't you? The, this is Petra, isn't it? It is Petra. The the infamous, probably one of the first, well, they weren't the first Christian rock band, but they were definitely the first band to take the music, them and Res band, Resurrection Band, that take it a little bit harder edged into the Christian arena. I, I think that Petra was a little bit more mainstream, though, than Resurrection Band. Oh, yeah, by far. Um, matter of fact, I looked up a few facts, and that Petra was actually up there comparable to Amy Grant in record sales. Wow, okay, they, we'll save that for later, thanks. Okay, we'll talk about them. <laughs> well, I'm You're all so ready. just jumping right in. I'm just ready, yeah. Anyway, um, welcome, everybody, to our our podcast. Yeah. Here so we are. it's fall here. It has fallen. It's fall. It's cold in our studio right now. Well, it's not cold to me. It's perfect. Yeah. Well, I've got a blanket, so I'm okay. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. You always have it too cold or too hot in the house. Yeah, you always have it too cold in the house. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> oh, when the air conditioner's on, it's only 50 degrees out. It's mm. too cold. <laughs> okay. So, You're funny. Yeah, you're too hot. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I know you think I'm hot. <laughs> so, so what's been going on with you, dear? A lot of things. You're you're wearing a new birthday beanie. Yeah, with a skull on it. Amy bought me a skull cap beanie. And it says, it says metal. Metal all over it. Metal. And when I saw it, I thought metal. I thought. I hate this hat. I would never wear this hat. Rick will love it. <laughs> <sighs> you know when you love someone is when you get them something you wouldn't like at all because you think that that they would like it. Yeah. I mean, because sometimes you get people things that you like and then you think, oh, well, I'll get to use it too. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this was something I would never wear. I would never wear a beanie that says metal and has a skull on it. 
never. Well, it's not something I had considered wearing either until you got it for me. But <laughs> now that you have, I love beanies. And in fact, if, if you're listening right now and you have a cool beanie and you want to donate your beanie to the Rick Moyer Beanie Fund, because I love to wear beanies. He does. I have like seven. Or more. Except all, for, kinda, they get lost. They Alan get... Joyce Kessel sent me one that says Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. And then... Um, you got one at a Cuit one when you did a video job. Yes, that's here. I got that. Got one that, that says Geek on it. This is really cool. And you have I've, a Taken With You one. I, yeah, I can't find it, but uh, yeah. And a Seahawks one. And a Seahawks one. And um, uh, Angry Birds. Yeah, you've got quite a few beanies. Yeah, I love beanies. Except for you lose them all the time because you'll take them off and I think the couches eat them. Well, you know, I'm looking for sci-fi beanies. So if you have a Cylon beanie or a... He likes geeky stuff. Or um, Star Star Wars, Star Trek. If I could find a Star Trek beanie, I'd be thrilled. I'd wear it all the time. But uh, I haven't found one. Yes. The nice part about beanies is they're not too expensive and one size fits all. For the most part, unless you get a child size one. Or unless you have a really big head. Yeah, but they stretch a lot. Yeah. So there you go. That's what I. And they climb up your head and look funny sometimes. <laughs> I like that. Then they look like a Smurf. Yeah. Yeah. Beanies. All right. We'll be right back to talk about what happened in our world. And then uh, a really fun episode today covering the music of Petra. Stick around. Do you remember playing great PC games like King's Quest, Command and & Conquer, and X-Wing? Do you remember spending hours tweaking your config sys and auto-exec bat files to eke out just one more K of conventional memory? If you do, then you may be interested in my show, The Upper Memory Block. Every two weeks we talk in-depth about a game, game series, company, or technology from the DOS and pre-Windows XP gaming era. We'll discuss the story, gameplay, and technology of the games of the time. But more importantly, we're going to focus on what made each game special, interesting stories from their development, and how they shaped what PC gaming is today. If you remember gaming in the late 80s and early 90s, or you're interested in finding out more about it, come join your host Joe in the Upper Memory Block. That's the Upper Memory Block podcast at umbcast.com, or find it on iTunes. That's our buddy Joe from Canada. Canada! Mm-hmm. He's cool. I love Joe. Joe is so much fun. I really, I love his Twitters. He tweets a lot and he uh, does Facebook stuff. And his podcast is really cool for us Geeko people. Yeah, I've listened to a few of them. You don't even understand. I'm not, yeah, they're a little bit over my head. No offense. Yeah, I didn't play a lot of those older. I I wasn't into computer games. I watched you play Mm -hmm. a couple Space Quest and and stuff, but I never played them. I didn't really play a whole lot of them either, but uh, I did play a few. But I really like listening to Joe talk about them because he does mm-hmm. all these great research. And there's all these behind-the-scenes things, and I love yeah. it. So thanks so much, Joe, for doing your cool they're... podcast and for being a cool friend and for having a clone of our cat. Yes, they're very much alike. They look very similar. The one that the cat that we have that looks like his cat, I put on a, a fall-themed tablecloth today, mm-hmm. and she attacked it. Yes. And I thought I was going to have it ripped off the table, but it She survived. was rolling around in the sunshine. Yeah. and She's she, kind of a weird she cat. She was grabbing the tablecloth. Her name in. is Hoshi. And your, yours is, what, is it Nika Mika? I can't remember what you call your cat. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we couldn't believe the similarities. We put these pictures up together. Mm-hmm. And your cat, Joe, your cat's just a little bit fatter than our cat. 
Our cat's but not all, much. Our cat looks fatter than she is, but she's only nine pounds. Yeah, she's little. She's not a very big. She weighed cat. herself the other day in the in the bathroom. She's lost two ounces. She used to be nine pounds two ounces. Uh oh. So I got to fatten her. Got to watch out for those ounces. Yeah. Well, that's a lot for a little cat. Whatever. She's a very tiny cat, which I'm glad she is because she's the one that gets on me all the time in the middle of the night. And if uh, it was one of our big boy kitty cats, I'd be smushed because they're huge. They're like 17, 19 pounds, something like that. Yeah. They're about twice her size. So uh, you had fun this week? Um, well, I had fun Friday because right. I only worked half a day. And then I came home and mowed the lawn in the sunshine. I liked that. Hmm. I liked getting the lawn mowed before, you know, because otherwise if I wait till Saturday or Sunday, it, I have a lot of other stuff to do inside. So, yeah, I, yeah. I got to do a lot of voiceovers. Yeah, that's cool. I got to go, please listen carefully. Our menu has changed. Press one for, you know, all that stuff. You did a, what do you call those? A phone. Phone tree. I did three phone trees. Ah. Three phone trees, and I also did, um, what was the other big voiceover? Oh, I did this really cool voiceover for a company called the Leslie Group. And you can uh, you can actually see, see the, the, the ad. Video yeah, too. the video. Yeah. Al Kessel helped me with that. He did uh, the voice of my lines. boss. Mm-hmm. And I was Ted and the narrator. Yeah. And it's cool. So she's using that to promote her except, business. Except for it was funny because in the cartoon, your cartoon character's naked. Thanks. Everybody run out now and watch the video <laughs> of Ted the naked whatever it, guy. It made me feel like he had he was a very vulnerable character. Okay. Because he didn't have any clothes on. But I did the music for that and the vocals. But it, it wasn't naked in that pornographic way. It was like a cartoon, like, if you'd like gummy, to see the video, gummy kind of If person. you'd like to see the video, just go to TakeHimWithYou.com and yeah. click on the video that I'll put in the notes. Okay. It's on YouTube. It, it was really well done, but the, the cartoon guys are more like kind of gummy looking guys. They are not like <laughs> real looking guys. All right. Just want to make that clear in case someone's thinking they're going to get an eyeful of something. Sure. Different. But, okay. Yeah. I really doubt that we'd be promoting that. <laughs> no. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. I also yeah. um, then get ready um, for lots of different things. I've got a uh, big music job that I got my deposit on now uh, that somebody put the deposit on. And I'm going to be doing 21 new songs for the history people that mm-hmm. I worked for before. So this time it's American history. So I'll be writing 21 songs for that. American history songs. Mm-hmm. And I'm also... Um, so no more potato famine. That's right. Long ago the... I- yeah. Yeah. Once and one potatoes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, now um, I'm getting ready. I went and met with some people about their logo that they're doing. And I actually did a watercolor painting that they're going to use for their logo. They're pretty excited about yeah. it. Yeah. I, I can't believe that... They liked it so much, so that's good. So yeah. I'm doing letterhead and business cards and uh, web graphics and a bunch of di- you know logo stuff mm-hmm. for them. And um, I'll be meeting with them in a week because I have to do mock-ups so that the the staff can vote on it. Very good. So that's cool. And I also got uh, some cool new toy in the mail. 
not really a toy, well, but it's actually kind of expensive. I kind of told you, you were, well, it has come, it's a fifth of the price it used to be. Yeah. And so we kind of discussed it, and I said, well, why don't you get that kind of for business slash birthday present from me, kind of, but it's probably paid with business account. <laughs> so so yeah. anyway, but we can, we put our money together to pay bills. So yeah, you got, I got this, I got and a, it's really U, cool. It's a USB woodwind instrument. And I love it when you play real pretty music like this. That's a native flute that I'm playing there. I like that. What's really cool, people can't see this, but as we're recording, our voice looks like black squiggly lines. But the woodwind here are, are these cool little white bars. It's really neat looking. What's really odd about this is I've never, you know, I knew they had these, but I, they weren't in the price range that I could do. Mm -hmm. And this is actually, you actually blow through a mouthpiece. It's got a spit valve on it. It looks like a stick, um, a plastic well, stick. Actually, I think it looks more like, like, a, like a, a phaser Star from Trek. Star Trek. It yeah. looks more like a Star Trek shuttlecraft, okay. but longer. And then there's a USB cable that comes out the bottom. It's called the Akai Professional EWI USB or Electronic Wind Instrument. And if you ever listen to like some of Michael Jackson's or Prince Prince's songs, they have a guy that plays one of these on them. What's cool is you can like put a company behind it and then you can play cool songs like this. And you can change I'll do this live for you. Here so it'll hold do on. flute. I have to, I have to set it up and then it'll play. Just hold on. Saxophone hold on. or yeah, French on. horn. Hold on. Okay. Okay, so what I did is I set some music up and I'll be able to play along with it. So here we go. Ready? Here come the drums. Cool, huh? You ran out of background. Yeah, I did. But it plays all, all the instruments on my machine. It'll play. Yeah, so you can play French horn mm -hmm. or saxophone yeah. or oboe. If I want. Or... The native flute's really pretty, too. Isn't that pretty? Mm-hmm. So, Earlier, you were playing saxophone for me and regular flute. And if you wanted to pretty. hear those, I'd do those for you, but... Yeah, I like them. Yeah, let me make sure that worked. Hold on. And it worked. And um, 
your wife very patiently waited for about <laughs> 10 or 15 minutes for you to do all those little tracks. So what, what you heard that took 30, 40, I don't know how many seconds, seconds um, took quite a bit longer. But that's okay. Because it's just because I played the bass with the, with the woodwind instrument. I, I got to do a little research for our research tonight while you were doing your recording. That's nice. Anything else exciting happen this week? Oh, we're still on that. I'm uh, going to have my birthday pretty soon. Yeah. And then you have your birthday. We have a pre-birthday dinner tomorrow night because our youngest son's going to be out of town on your real birthday. Yeah. So we're just going to have a family dinner tomorrow night with our kids. Hmm. And, um, not, you know, just like a regular family dinner. And then on your real birthday, we're going to try to do something special. May, I might. And then your you. birthday is one week after mine. Mine's on the 26th and yours is on the 2nd. I might take you out to Red Lobster or something. You, I doubt you it. said you like seafood. I don't really like seafood that much. No, you don't. But, um, but you do. So it would be your birthday. Either that or out to pizza. Yeah. 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 So we'll figure out something fun to do on your real birthday. Sure. Yeah. Uh, how I'm going to be old? Forty-eight years old. Yeah. It's old. I can't believe I'm going to be forty-eight. I'm almost fifty years old. For goodness sakes. Hmm. Yeah, Close but quick. you know, inside you're really only about fourteen or fifteen. I don't so. know. I don't feel fourteen or fifteen anymore. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes depends. <laughs> so yeah, but we have we're gonna. We have went to Walmart the other day and I didn't make the eggs talk, so that's okay. Oh, I was so happy because that means you didn't break any eggs and have an yeah. embarrassing cleanup time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh mercy. So yeah, we we have um, a church get together tomorrow. And you're doing some worship music at church, and then we're going to eat sub sandwiches, and then come home and... <laughs> Why are you going to describe our whole day for everybody? Hey, everybody, this is our and, boring life. And cook dinner for the kids, so that we'll have all, both our sons and our daughters-in-law and our daughter, and it'll be fun. And our dogs and our cats. And we only have one dog. Jado. Potato. Potato. Well, Did you put her outside or something? No. She's probably sleeping behind. Jade! <whistles> Come here! Ah, oh, there you are. Come here. Hey, who's here? Who's here? Somebody here? Go get him! Oh, she didn't bark for us this time. Oh, well. That's okay. It hurts my ears. And there she goes. There she barks. Good job, so, Jade. Yeah, we're we're just plugging along, and there's, yeah, fun stuff coming up. I'm trying to decide whether I'm going to twist your arm and have you take me to a play in Olympia um, for my birthday. Actually, be the day after my birthday. Trying to figure that out. I'm going to do a really. I've harvested our pumpkin. You help me. Yes, it is. Such we have a, a pumpkin huge that's pumpkin. over eighty pounds because I couldn't lift it. Yeah, we both had to lift it together. It's big. It was that big. It's a giant and pumpkin. I decided that I'm going to make it into like a ship out of ET. Like a, a spaceship. A spaceship a with smoke that comes out of the saucer. rockets underneath it. And then also I'm going to be looking for lights that will um, circulate around it. Are we going to try to hang it from the tree so it would be like a flying saucer? I'm not going to hang. That will not hang from a tree. I think it would break the tree limbs. No, I have an idea. 
Okay. I'll ma I'll show you. Okay. Anyway, hopefully the pumpkin will have pictures of it, where it uh, you know the engine smoke and it lights It'd up. It'd be and neat then... if it could hover. I don't think that an eighty-pound pumpkin is gonna hover anywhere. And and you're gonna have a a smoke machine going around, so it's like in the fog. No, it's the, no. It's gonna lights. shoot out the engines. The small the fog will shoot out the engine. Okay. Like it's flying. Like Hopefully there's smoke coming out of it. Hopefully, you can find the same tubing that you used on the. If I can't. It's a whole whopping year. like two bucks. Ah. Uh, yes, you you had smog the dragon from from. That was um, actually two years Hobbit. ago. I don't think I had any last year. Yeah, it's so funny. This is what I mean about Rick being inside. He's still like in junior high because he really digs doing this stuff. What do you mean? That's I mean I'm in junior high. Maybe I like to make cool jack-o'-lanterns that have cool lights and fog on. And at Christmas, who's the one that has to make the cutout cookies? Me. Yeah. So Star Trek ones. Yeah. Who's the Who's the little boy? I don't know. Little boys. <laughs> I mean, we really need to have grandchildren so that so that we have a legitimate excuse to do all these juvenile things, but. I'm not even going to comment on it. You're just ticking me <laughs> off. Calling me juvenile. It's good to be young at heart. One of us should be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just clean and do yard work. <laughs> well, obviously, you're not in a real talkative mood tonight. I'm talking. Yeah, you are. <laughs> so, yeah. So I guess we'll get into our subject. Yeah. Uh, stick around. We'll be right back with the music of Petra. In just one moment. Did you know that that was the very first song I ever heard from Petra right there? And I didn't know what it was because I didn't go to church. 
That's actually the doxology done with synthesizers. Like, praise God from, from whom all, all blessings, blessings flow. flow. Right. Praise him, all creatures. Yeah. Here below. Well, yeah. That that was uh, that was my first exposure to Petra. Um, I had a cassette that a girlfriend gave me, mm-hmm. and I put it in my machine, and that was the first song that I heard. And I was so into Electric Light Orchestra and Pink Floyd, and all this other stuff that I was like, "Oh, that's really cool!" And I played it for everybody and all this stuff. And then I listened to the rest of the album and went, "This is really cool stuff," and uh, didn't have any idea what they were singing about till later. Yeah, this was... So this was one of the things that helped me come to know God. It kind of sowed... This is Christian terminology, I guess. But sowed seeds into your heart or, like, exposed you to biblical ideas or or Christian themes. Mm-hmm. Um, even though you weren't a believer at the time, it just kind of gave you an exposure to things that Christians thought about and sung about. Well, yeah, because I I didn't really come from a Christian home, and so um, some of this stuff was just pretty mind blowing when I started to uh, look into it a little bit more. But uh, one of the other songs that I really enjoyed right off the bat on the on their album, uh, one of their albums, they've have I don't know how many albums, like hundreds of songs and over twenty albums. Yeah, um, they've been around for a they long have time. A couple that twenty studio albums. Two live albums and three Spanish albums. Right, and then I think one of their the, one of their early albums was called "More Power to You," and then there was another one called "Not of This World." And I heard I think I had both of those. I did too, but I, but I that "Not of This World" was one of the first songs I heard from them too. So let's play that song, and then we'll come back and talk a little bit more about Petra. Actually, it's a grave robber song called "Grave Robber." I thought that was cool too back then.
I remember uh, listening to them for the first time and thinking, man, that guy's voice is amazing. And uh, come to find out, he did, you know, he did all sorts of songs with them. And then uh, this is Greg X. Vols. Yeah, right? Greg X. Vols was his name. Now, now, by the way, the reason we're doing this show, we had a completely different show that we were going to be doing this week. But we have a friend on Facebook. Um, yeah, and it was actually a young man that way back in the day when you and I were first married, uh, we were camp counselors at um, Camp Bethel. It's a Baptist church camp um, out in the boonies here in Washington. And this young man was in junior high. And you had come out a couple times with your rock Christian rock bands and that and perform concerts so he was a young kid that just he thought you were really cool <laughs> and, um, Aaron Aaron yeah and he's he's a really nice guy I had a, a talk with him that not that long ago when we were doing a garage sale at my uncle's because he works for like the city or the I don't know the water department or something really in down there Centralia. So I didn't realize that he drove by it because he saw that I had posted on Facebook that where I oh that's cool yeah so we had a little a good little talk and but yeah he's you know grown up and has kids now of his own that well I just remember he was age that he was such a he rocker man he was just Mr. Oh, rocker yeah. Yeah, he loved it. I remember he, he still is Mr. He, Rocker, aren't he you? Aaron? Had, he had a cool mullet back then. I remember when he's in junior high. Yeah, cool, huh? <laughs> and um, but now his kids are about the age he was when we first met met Aaron. So nice young man, and um, he suggested he goes, you know what? Um, Petra was a big influence on on him and on us too. I remember. They, they were some of the first Christian records, rock records that I had. Um, I had several Petra records back in the 80s. And, of course, you worked at a Christian, Christian radio, radio station, station for many years. For well, this is what years. this was Aaron wrote on our on our Facebook page or on mine. It says, Rick, did you see this? Petra is having a 40th anniversary tour. John Schlitt and Bob Hartman are back together. I think this is worthy of one of your uh, Taking With You podcasts. And being that I have kids now that are the age that I was first exposed to Petra, I would love to hear your thoughts perspective on Petra bringing their music back to a new generation of kids yeah it's it's gonna be neat now one of the things when I was reading about the background of Petra back when we listened to it in our teens it was kind of comparable to the Christian version of like Journey and Foreigner Mm -hmm. Sticks it was very similar kind of melodic rock and roll some of it was pretty hard i mean especially for christian music at the time yeah it was pretty rocking matter of fact there's one song i read that when in their early days of performing they did a lot of like coffee houses and right and different things and one of the places they performed was called adam's apple <laughs> it was okay. a coffee right. house. and they did this song god gave rock and roll to you gave rock and roll to me anyway it's a but in the heart kiss sings the song too dear okay but this I is the song right here this is yeah. god gave rock and roll to you
So that. did they get in trouble for singing this in the coffee house or something? Well, um, according to what I'm reading here, I think Greg X. Folds wrote it. Are you sure? If I'm re- okay, it says, Among Volta's songs was a cover of the Argent anthem. There so you go, Argent. Argent. Was yes. the one that was really I was gonna say I don't. Okay, think so he didn't write it. I'm I'm kind of skimming through. Several this bands played that song, and Kiss was one of them. But but I guess it was it was a radical notion. They they were kind of Petra was one of the first kind of mainstream Christian bands that mm-hmm. that went a little bit harder edge that that played right. You know, more electric guitars right. and synthesizers and things that weren't, you know, churchy music. Mm-hmm. And so, well, I remember going to see them in concert. Oh, me too. Did you? I think you were at the same concert I was, but we didn't know each other. No, and I can't remember. It was the I Beat think, the System tour. Was it in the Seattle arena? arena? Yeah, I, so. I yeah, I, I was there. I was there too. Yeah. <laughs> of course, I was with a different girl. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was with my Sorry. youth group, but that's Sorry. okay. You know, I loved it. Was a great show. It was a great show, and uh, they rocked. They were really, really good. Yeah. So they, but it's. it's I bought a, a T-shirt at that show. I don't think I had a Petra T-shirt, but I, did. I had a lot beat of the their, I had a lot of their albums. I liked the Beat the System album because it was so modern and funky for the '80s. They had a lot of really cool songs on there. Yeah. It's, Oh, I, one of the songs that they played on there was just, um, it was amazing, absolutely amazing. In fact, a little known fact, you know, mm-hmm. that there's a video out. You can watch them on on um, on DVD or you can see them on YouTube. But Petra actually plays a concert now that they're older. They had Greg X Foles come back and play with them or sing with them because mm-hmm. they cha- they switched singers in yeah. um, about four or five albums in. And uh, anyway, they found the old Beat the System tour set wow. was in somebody's backyard or something like huh. that. I can't remember where it was, but then the guy said, sure, you can have it. So they restored it and they actually play the whole entire concert on the same set that I saw them play uh, on 20 some years ago, 27 years ago. Oh, my gosh. Wow. 28 years ago now. Uh, I'm old. But wow. uh, they had some great songs. One of the songs that I really enjoyed of their new, of the stuff when I was watching them live was a song called "It Is Finished," and you mm-hmm. got to hear this song. It's, it's a really cool. interesting song. Let's check this out. In the heat of the early morning, on a hill they come the skull. The roaring of the angry mob had settled to.
Now, hearing that song in concert, and it sounded just mm-hmm. like that, was just... It, it was pretty it, powerful. It was, and it gave you shivers. And the interesting thing is is I really enjoyed the band Sticks a lot. And oh, these yeah. guys had a lot of the same similarities because they had a really good keyboard player at the time. Mm-hmm. And so they would combine some rock and roll you know, stuff with some really cool keys. And that uh, that song there had the entire story of Christ dying on the cross. Yeah. And it was just, it was fantastic. So mm-hmm. I remember that song very, very well and, and enjoyed it quite a bit at the well, time. Now, along with that song, another one that talks kind of about the the crucifixion of Christ in a personal way, that's it, one of my favorite ones, is called All Over Me. Do you have that one queued up? Um, I have Judas Kiss. No, All Over Me. Well, just a minute. I got to go find it. Okay. It goes All Over Me. Oh, I thought me. you were going to say More Power to You because that's all a song you always me. sing. I love More Power to You, but I just, we could do that one, but. Just a um, minute. I got to find it. Keep talking. All Over Me. Um, The one Rick was talking about, the, another one I like is called More Power to You. And that one has come to me on times where I've felt weak or tired and and the songs to the lyrics. Well, you want to save me. that one. So yeah, we'll, do that we'll one. get that one in a minute. But this it's one I thought it's went it's along with um, the song you just played, but in a more personal way, talking about... Um, Kind of, yeah, you'll get it.
go. My wife rocking out over here. Yeah. Some but blues it, there. I, it's kind of... It, I don't know. Blues isn't my favorite genre of music, but in that instance, it was pretty powerful. Yeah. It was power blues. It wasn't like... Power blues. You started your own genre. <laughs> it wasn't. Well, some Ladies blues, and gentlemen, power blues. Some blues can be kind of like depressing sounding, but this was powerful sounding. Mm-hmm. Power blues. It was. So what was the other one I told you? Oh, it you were was talking about more, more power, power to, to you. you. And that. That's and I remember song. that song too. Really enjoying that song. Yeah, it's a song that's just really encouraging. Like when you're feeling down and you just need to know you're not alone i think you need to cue that one up and <laughs> cue it, it up baby <laughs> here it comes you say you've been feeling weaker weaker by the day Say you can't make the joy of your salvation stay. The good things come to them that wait, not to those who hesitate. So hurry up and wait upon the Lord. More power to you when you're standing on His word, when you're trusting with your whole heart. That wait upon the Lord, they shall renew, they shall renew their strength. Jesus promised his disciples he'd give strength to them. Jesus told them all to tarry in Jerusalem. When they were all in one accord, the power of His Spirit poured, and they began to turn the world around. More power to you when you're standing on His Word, when you're trusting with your whole heart in the message you have heard. More power to you. That wait upon the Lord, they shall renew, they shall renew their strength. So be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on all His armor and fight the good. Trusting with your whole heart in the message you have heard More power to you when we're all in one accord 
not wait upon the Lord, they shall renew, they shall renew their strength. They had such a rich, full sound. Because they use, you know, lots of guitars, and and uh, Bob Hartman is the guitar player in the band, and uh, they also used a lot of keys and really cool, rich tones. So it was always very uh, soothing music at the same time, even though some of their rock and roll was pretty darn rock and roll. Yeah, now but it was this good stuff. Interesting factoids here. I have right. to get back to the right page because I. What was their top selling song? Um, the the one that you played first, the coloring song. I didn't play that song. Oh, you didn't play that I have one? not played it yet. Oh, well, maybe now's the time to play that. This is their most popular song. Their most popular song. And they it, sold how many was, songs, did you it say? Was 20 million? No, um, 10 million. 10 million? 10 million albums, I think. I thought you said 20. Um, I'll have to look that up while you it play could be. All right, okay, well, here's their top-selling song called The Coloring Song.
Okay, 10 million copies of their albums were sold. They had 10 Dove Awards, 13 Grammy Awards, um, and four, oh, 10, yeah. <laughs> 10, yeah? Okay, nominated for 13 Grammy Awards and won four of those nominations, and they won 10 Dove Awards. Wow. The coloring song reached the top position on three Christian radio charts simultaneously, if I could say that word, <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and it said the band rivaled Amy Grant in popularity, which, um, so that's pretty big. Yeah. Because she's still, you know, she's, she's pretty well known. Like, a lot of times people who don't know any Christian musicians will know Amy Grant. Yes. So um, Petra was up there. Now they retired, supposedly, ninth in 2005. But they, I think, were biggest probably in the 1980s mm-hmm. um, when kind of the, you know, rock anthems were big in the 80s. Um, in the 90s, you kind of... Well, I have a, a really interesting story about them. Okay, go ahead. Well, you know, um, I was involved in radio. Yeah. And uh, Christian, I was doing a, I was on a, a radio station that didn't play Christian music except for Sunday mornings. Mm-hmm. And I did album reviews for the local Christian bookstore. Mm-hmm. And so when I when I went to go see Petra, I had heard a rumor from one of the disc jockeys in Seattle that I was friends with that um, the lead singer of Petra had an affair on his wife. And it was a big scandal. It was with somebody from Seattle. And so I was kind of upset about that because they portrayed themselves as a Christian band and all this stuff. Not And and back then I was so zealous, you know, and, and, and nobody ever did wrong that was a Christian, you know, all this stuff. So um, instead of listening to the rumor mill, I decided to get a hold of... Greg X. Vols, the lead singer of Petra, because I had heard that he was stepping away from the band. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he came out with a solo album and they wanted us to play his music. And I thought, you know what? I want to find out from him where he's at, because I'm not going to play his music if he's just, you know, if he's just sleeping messing around, around on, on his, his wife. wife and all that. And yeah. So I, I uh, wrote a letter to him in pencil. <laughs> so classy. This is before the internet. Yeah. Okay. So I wrote a I wrote a letter to him in pencil from the radio station on radio station letterhead. Uh huh. And sent it off in the mail to uh, I I found out from the record because co- I knew the record companies because they uh-huh. sent us music. So I sent it to the rec his record company, and I never expected to ever hear back. But wouldn't you know it? One day I'm doing my morning show, and mm. my secretary says. The phone's ringing, and, and I'm I'm on the radio, you know, and I mm-hmm. get I the music starts, and I turn off the mic. You were managing the radio right. station, but at I was the time. I was the morning DJ too. Yeah, so that's so, why you have a secretary. Right. So the <laughs> secretary. DJs don't have. So secretaries. the secretary uh, calls my extension, and I pick it up, and she says, um, "Rick, there's a Greg X Vols on the line for you." And I'm like, yeah, right. And I, I pick up and I was like, okay, what's going on? Because I thought it was a joke. Yeah. And it was really him. Yeah. It was Greg S. Foles. And he goes, hi, Rick. I just want to know that uh, I got your letter. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, now I don't know what to do. You know, I'm yeah. shaking because I'm like, oh, my gosh. You know, it's Greg One of Foles. your favorite Christian bands ever. And I can't believe that he's talking about And, you know, he was 
so gracious. And he he shared with me everything that happened. He said that he had a lapse in judgment and he um you know, he explained to me what ha- what happened and then he said that um he loved his wife and he didn't want she was very gracious to let him stay with her. They went and they they were still in counseling as he was talking to me. Mm-hmm. This is a you know, quite a while later. Yeah. And he said that his marriage had been restored and that he loved his wife and that um, he had, you know, he was accountable to, there was a few people, men that he met with and, uh, and his pastor knew everything. And, and, and that's why he started his solo career because he felt like he still had a call upon his life, but he needed to get some things straight before he went out and did this. And he took the time to call me mm-hmm. and then he prays with me on the phone and and just thank me. He said, you know, I understand if you don't want to play the music because I, I really screwed up. But um, if you want to play my music, that's cool, too. If you And I'll tell you what, first thing I did was put his song on. And mm-hmm. uh, and I, lo- I I just thought that was really cool. Because it, nowadays, people just go with the rumor and the thing and they don't ever check it out. Mm-hmm. And who, who would think that he would ever call? And he, he was a man of integrity enough to call and share with me what had happened to him and how he got through it and uh to this day i i have emailed back and forth to him and he's doing he's got all sorts of music out and all sorts of different things and uh he did a cover of of a song that i absolutely love Mm -hmm. by aerosmith and you know what song it is no dream steven tyler sings dream on oh really now nobody i never heard a band ever be able to cover this song without sounding horrible Uh uh-huh but Greg Exfoles sings it, and it's fantastic. Yeah. So I'm gonna play it for everybody right now. Okay, before you do yeah, though, yeah. Um, you know, because this is a spiritual podcast, the Catherine, our daughter, and you and I had an interesting conversation the other night. We, I'm not sure how we got on. We were talking about King David, and I'm, I'm not sure how but we were talking about king david falling in in sin and and yielding to temptation when he saw um, bathsheba taking a bath (laughs) and he's like whoa she's pretty hot and he ended up having an affair with her and this chain of events was set forth where um, she got pregnant, and he tried to... He murdered her husband. ...basically set up her husband to be killed at the front of the line of warfare. And so one thing after another, and and Catherine, who grew up going to Sunday school and hearing stories about the little shepherd boy that defeated the giant and Goliath. how he was a man after God's own heart, he sat around and played music and worshiped God, and, and she goes, what he did that and he was a man after god's own heart you know and i i think it was a teachable moment because um just you know i part of me is like oh we're not going to share that story today are we about about one of the singers in the band having problems you but, thought you know, that yeah i, I was like, of course i always share the story because i think it's so cool well you know King David, that story's in the Bible that King David fell in sin. And I went on to tell Catherine about how the prophet Nathan 
had come to King David and told him a story about a man who had one little sheep and that a big farmer with this huge herd decided he wanted to take the sheep from the, the poor farmer that only had one. And King David got all upset and said, how dare that rich farmer go and steal the the one and only beloved sheep of the little poor farmer and um, we're going to get that man we're going to punish him and and Nathan the prophet said um, dear king <laughs> david that that man's you and king david saw the error of his ways and ripped his clothes and repented and asked god to forgive him and the, there are some psalms in the Bible that came out of that. One of my favorite psalms, I read it this last Sunday, Psalms 51, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. And there's a lot of, of psalms in the Bible. If you get kind of open your Bible to the middle-ish, those are the books of psalms. And King David didn't write all of them, but he wrote a lot of them. And a lot of them came out of a relationship from with God that wasn't always pretty. It wasn't always perfect. But it was with his ups and downs and his, you know, sometimes he was praising God and sometimes he was kind of saying, woe is me. But it, it was his journey of faith. And through it all, he, he would come to God in the good times and in the bad times. And I encourage anyone that um, maybe hasn't read the Bible before um, and they want to to read something real, I would encourage them to read Psalms because it's kind of prayers and songs from a man's heart who wasn't perfect and who realized he needed God. So go ahead. That was my rant for the day. I don't, it was a good rant. Okay. All right. So I'm... Um, I just felt like this song, it's just interesting coming from this man because he really did make some mistakes, but he made amends for those mistakes and he went on to do a lot of really cool things. So when he sings this song, it has a passion in it. Like I was shocked that somebody could actually do this song and do it well. So check it out. This is, uh, this is called Dream On by Aerosmith, but this time it's sung by the lead singer of Petra, Greg X. Vols. Check it out.
So there you go. That's a cool song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we could talk all sorts about uh, of time about Petra, but it is kind of cool that they're they're out on a 40th year anniversary. Mm-hmm. And if I could, say, I I I had a little chance to go see them, and I didn't get to go, and I kind of kick myself now because our good friend Buddy Van Brunt went. Uh, and said it was awesome. Yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah. You but but you know they ticket, well they they had um, several band members now since the, those days. They they've had over, I think about twenty <laughs> band members. Kind of like kind of like when we saw um, we saw Foreigner and uh, it wasn't any any of the original guys no, at all. It was the best there, cover band ever. There was one guy that had been with the band for but twenty he was sick years. That day. No, there's one. Oh guy yeah, yeah, yeah. The that, saxophone player. Yeah, yeah, he'd been there for twenty years. Yeah. but but still, so he, he wasn't in there. the original. No. Yeah. Well, the, this band originated in um, 1972. Right. So they've been around for a long. But they time. got the. They. I remember when they had to when they replaced Greg Exfoles, and it was a huge deal because they looked yeah. and looked and looked for a lead singer, and they got a guy from the band Head East, which was really popular. Okay. And he, his name was John Schlitt. And he's with the band right he now. He now is still with the, the band. He's yeah. and he from then on he was the one mm-hmm. that, um, you know, sang with them. And I remember at first he didn't talk, during the concerts he just sang, and they 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 were kind of breaking him into this whole thing. Yeah. And from what I understand, he was a new Christian too. So uh-huh. when he first started out, this was all new to him. Uh-huh. And he kind of had to handle but it. But he had the power rock voice. Oh, yeah. Like He's, you know. Yeah, they both had pretty yeah. rock and voices. And so, so you, some of the songs, like the first song, the dance with the one who brung you, that was John Schlitt. Mm-hmm. We played a lot of the old stuff because we, we yeah, know that. Yeah, that's our, yeah. our time. <laughs> but there's, I'm going to play when we go out here because it's time to end. But I'm going to play two songs. One is called Jekyll and Hyde, and that's with uh, John Schlitt singing. And then the last one I'm going to play is Judas Kiss, which is uh, with Greg X. One last little bit for me, and then I'll shut up. But this is a little known Moyer factoid Uh that I had actually considered naming one of our children Petra. Really? I like the name Petra. But it means rock. It means rock. And so um, when Jesus talked to Simon Peter in the Bible, he named him he named him Peter right. or Petra, which means rock. And he said, Upon this rock I will build my church tr- um, church. Ch- ch- church. Sorry. It's interpreted a couple different ways. The Catholic Church would say it was he was that Peter was the first pope and he was building on him and some Jeez. say it was the truth that Peter said that Jesus <laughs> is the Christ. There's lots of theology, but it's interesting because rock can be interpreted a couple ways. Sometimes it's rock music. Sometimes it's the, the foundation of the Christian church is considered the rock of truth. Cornerstone. Or cornerstone of right. truth. Um, so there's like multiple things. Or it could have been a possible name of a Moyer child. Sure. Okay. <laughs> so there oh, you and go. I guess I should answer Aaron's question. What do I think about them doing? I, You know, I don't think that they're on their 40th anniversary to introduce young people to their music i'll just be honest because their music is great uh-huh. but it really isn't the style of what young people are listening to today and and i think it's really cool that they're going out to do this but i think they're going out more to just you know play their music and there's a lot of fan base out there mm-hmm. all you know a bunch of people that are a lot older now i don't think a lot of young i mean i think young people would enjoy their music but uh-huh. i don't think they're gonna start a brand new 
you know, fan club of young people that like their music. I, I just I hate to say that. Yeah. But it's just like Striper is just coming out with another album now. And they're really good and everything, but a lot of young people don't really like them because they... Yeah. they it's not their style. There's there's some younger people that are into like hard rock and heavy metal, sure. but but I, I think that the indie or alternative. Our daughter listens to more like folk or indie kind of music. Right, but I th- really do. I think it's rock. cool that they're going to do this. Yes, mm-hmm. and if I get a chance, if they come around the Northwest, I'll go see them because I'd love to see them again. It's just for the old time's sake. It'd be kind of cool. Well, just like. We went and saw Foreigner and Sticks, right? <laughs> because right. those are also the same. Well, these guys period. have a lot more impact in my life than oh, Foreigner and Sticks did. Oh, definitely, definitely. Petra and was a, a really good thing for me when I was. I a think young when person. I was, when I was in my teen years, there were several years that I kind of gave up, um, pretty much most secular music because we this, had such good music like this. Well, this Christian music at the time it was so filled with. Scriptures scripture and, and just with philosophy yeah yeah and it it really kind of fed my soul and helped yeah. me grow in god yeah, and that's pretty cool and you know i think still today if if you're curious about god um you know sometimes it's good to get a hold of some good christian music because it can can kind of feed your spirit and help yeah you grow. sure can it sure it, it was very helpful for me mm-hmm. we'll have to do a whole show on resurrection man alienated from this I know you're going to do that about, but politely neglected. she's, she's so funny she I'm thinks she's such understand. a rocker well, you think you're such a rocker not really <laughs> well we're going to play two more songs from Petra and we'll be done um, and we'll wrap things up so the next one is called Jekyll and Hyde and this is from which album Jekyll and Hyde uh, I don't I don't remember I think it's I think it is from the Jekyll and Hyde album but I'm not sure hmm so I check d- it out. I don't think I had that album. Yeah. Despite my good 
Stop. 
right. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. I hope you enjoyed the music of Petra. Yes, I did. <laughs> I know you did. So we rocked your ears it. off. It's this is a long me. episode, too. It's like an hour and 30 minutes. Sorry, it's, got it's that. It's bringing me back to the 80s. I guess so. <laughs> I don't know so about So give them your, oh, if you want to get a hold of us, you can. Uh, take him with, uh, Rick at takingwithyou.com. Amy at takingwithyou.com is our email. You can always get a hold of us on the website, takingwithyou.com. Mm-hmm. And we could use your help. Yeah. And that's all she wrote. Yeah, this has been a Moyer Multimedia LLC production, copyright 2013. All right, you're good. Thank you, ma'am. Rocker, you rocker.